tuned in to theafterparty.com. You, you, you are tuned in to the B-Side on THAAfterparty.com. Yo, 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 what's up? It's your boy Q. Hey, y'all, Miss Sunshine. Don't get too close. You might get burned. Hey, 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 it's your boy Hendrix in the cut. And most way. And y'all are tuning into Mash the Gas Talk Radio. For your sophisticated rock talk that's going to leave you well done. Catch us every Saturday on the B-side of the After Party Radio because we're bad like that. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, and now Snapchat. And now that you have all of this sexy info, put the pedal to the metal and... Mash the Gas! See you at the party. From them robbed of our names and our language Stole again Who stole the soul from black folk? Same man that stole the lamp from cheap black smoke And made the whip crackle on our back slow Made us go through the back door And raffle black bodies on the slave blocks Now we slaves to the blocks On we straight shots Leaving our own and lay in the box Black mother's stomach staying the knot We kill each other It's part of the plot I wish the hating would stop And the battle with us I know that black lives matter And they matter to us Plantation, mass incarceration. Instead of educate, they rather convict the kids. As dirty as the water, it flips the system is. Is it a felony or a misdemeanor? Maria Sharapova making more than Serena. It took Viola Davis to say this. The roads are the help and the gangsters is really all they gave us. We need Avas, Tanahasis, and Cory Bookers. The salt of the earth to get us off of sugar. And greasy foods, I don't believe the news. Or radio stereotypes, we refuse. Brainwashed in the cycle. Go to spin. We write our own stories like America again. You know, what one way of solving a lot of problems that we've got is letting a person feel that damn part. And a man can't get himself together until he knows who he is and be proud of what and who he is and wait and wait and where he come from and, and what and where he come from. Damn black America again Think of Santa Bland as I'm staring in the wind The color of my skin, they comparing it to sin The darker it gets, the less fairer it has been The hate, the hate made, I inherit it from them But I ain't gonna point the finger We got anointed singers like Nina, Marvin, Billy, Stevie Need to hear them songs, sometimes to believe me Who freed me, licking a Cadillac Drinking a battle rap, so is it God's speed that we travel at? It's danger to not own habitat Them guns and dope, man, y'all can have it back As a matter of fact, we them lab rats You built the project for, now you want your hood back I guess if you could rap, you would express it too That PTSD, we need professionals You know we're pressing you It makes the pipes bust from schools to prison, y'all They trying to pipe us to your political parties And fight us, instead of making voting laws to spite us You know, you know we from a family of Fights us, fought in your wars and our wars. You put a nigga in Star Wars. Maybe you need two, and then maybe they will believe you. 
see black people in the future We wasn't shipped here to rob and shoot ya We hold these truths to be self-evident Our men and women are created equal, including black Americans You know, you know, you know One way of solving a lot of problems that we've got Is letting a person be, 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 be under somebody And a man can't get himself together until he know who he is And be proud of what and who he is And where he come from And where he, he come from Gas on anything this morning? Uh, you know what? No, 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 no. You know, shady people. Okay. Shady people. Look, okay, but what's up? Those people that they call themselves your friends, right? Okay. But when you need them, they ain't never around. That mm. sounds like a song. Hold up, hold up. Mm, what about your friend? <laughs> oh, so you want to take TLC? I was thinking a little old school friends. Yeah. How, How many, many of us have them? Oh, <laughs> but no, for real. And I know, I know a lot of my friends are busy. You know, we are all busy. We all got our lives and stuff. But look, don't call me when y'all need some yard work done. Don't call me when y'all need your house painted. Don't don't call me. Don't you call me. You can't come over and help me. I can't help you. you Sorry. You painting houses and cutting yards. You can come over to my house. You gonna help? No, I mean, you, but you me? my friend. I know, but did you come over and help me? Well, no, but Look, you, you are friends. yesterday. Oh. You, you lucky I'm in here today. Well, I'm Shoot. Wh- Arms wh- hurt, legs hurt, back sore. It sounds like you had a, 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 you know, one of them freak nights. I wish it was. <laughs> I wish it was. Hendrix, you got anything <laughs> you want to match gas on this morning, bro? Um, we hadn't done it in a while. Yeah, so, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm still taken aback by Miss Sunshine's comments, but okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Order up. Um, order up. Yeah, order up. But um, you know what? At this point, um, I know we usually vent when we mash the gas and stuff yeah. like that, but at this point in time, man, I am blessed and highly favored because it could always be it can right, always be worse. Right. Yeah. That's what's so, up, bro. So if I'm a master gas on anything, it's gonna I'm a master gas on people that don't I know depression is a real thing. Mm-hmm. I've experienced it myself. However, you know, it's easy for one person to say, Oh, just get up, shake it off and you know, get moving. It's not always that easy. But don't wallow in it. Right. Don't wallow in it. Right. Have your pity party, yes, you can do that. Yeah, but at some points you gotta start making a move, and it don't Absolutely. have to be like a, a grand gesture or anything. Take it one step at a time. Hey, get up out the bed and take a shower. <laughs> you wow. know? That's a big thing for yeah. people with depression. It is. People, right. people laugh, but no, shoot, when you're depressed, 
Get up after bed. You will yeah. wallow in your funk for days. For days? Yeah. For days. Wow. Get up wow. out the bed, take a shower. You know, you might do something like, hey, you know what? I'm going to change the sheets on my bed and make my bed up. Okay. You know, it'll do work. little steps that will help you feel like you've accomplished something. Mm-hmm. So that's what? where I'm going with that. Well, I'll tell you what. If, if anything, if I had to mash the gas on anything this morning, oh, I think that. that I would mash the gas on people who think they're in love with two people at one time. That's impossible. I, you know I, what? That is not impossible. I don't think that that's impossible. But let, but let me tell you. But let me tell you what gets on my nerve about it. And maybe that's another conversation we need to have one day. What gets on my nerve about it is the fact that you be confused between the two people. Then you call me with it. Mm. Like I'm supposed yeah, to. Like I mean, like I'm supposed to. I mean, like I'm supposed to. Like I'm supposed to help you make up your mind with this. I mean, I'm like, come on. Like if you like this one, like this one. If you like them, like that one. But see, sometimes you know what's explained to me is that you know one one person may like one side of you, the other person may uh, cultivate to another or, or gravitate to another side of you. Mm-hmm. So I'm just thinking like, okay, well, if you won't both of these people, or whatever the case it is, then why don't you just take yourself out the equation and let them move on with their life? What's so hard? Why are people so selfish like that, you that you got that. to have two people, but what if those you know, two hanging people on want you? you? I mean, well, I'm sure they, they want they, you if they into you. But, I mean, if you, you have two people that want you and they okay with the two people, you know, the other person being involved, what, what's wrong with See, that? See, I believe that you like three ways back in the Bible I ain't days. never had one. I, you I ain't, ain't, never, you ain't had never had one. no three way before? Never. Bless your never. heart, baby. I ain't going to even tell my bitch. That is Bless one never that I ever, I will never drink too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's no, that's no, let me not You can't <laughs> never put nothing past you. Let okay, that's what I'm saying. Let's move on with the show real yes, quick. please. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Today, the, the, the topic of our show is Money, Power, and Color Part 2 MTG Style. Listen, we're going to be jumping right on into the conversation real quick. Uh, let's let's start a little closer to home today. Let's let's talk about uh, Beto O'Rourke and um, Julian, or Julian Castro for President of the United States 2020. Now, real quick, uh, Beto O'Rourke is um, um, right now, uh, in has decided that he's going to run for president. Right. Joe Biden is hinting at it, but he still has not said that he was going to run for president right. and also hinting at Stacey Abrams mm-hmm. to be Thank his you. running mate, right? right. Okay, so now with Beto uh, looking to uh, enter into the race, I am maybe kind of quite sure that if he does, Texas is going to be behind him probably 200%. I'm thinking. Well, well no. the only reason why I'm saying that is because the actual race for Congress was so tight. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if he could, you know, have that kind of momentum in Texas, then you could probably only imagine what he could do, you know, around the country. Well, here's 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 something about Beto. I will give it to him that, you know, he raised six point one million dollars overnight in twenty four hours. Um I will say that a lot of people in Texas will back him. Because right. there's nothing else that Texas loves more than having their own president. Right. Now, right. even though both right. Bushes did not were not born in Texas, they made their home in Texas. Exactly. Right. Which right. is why they have both their presidential libraries here in Texas. Right. And I guarantee you that if Beto O'Rourke were to win the presidency, yeah, Texas Tech would probably get his presidential library. But oh yeah. Oh yeah. But with that being said, oh, yeah. you have to cross the hurdle of the fact that Texas as a whole is a Republican state. 
Texas is a Republican state. Now, yes, it I think is. It's slowly turning purple, though. True. Well, if if you purple. if you look at the fact that El Paso, Dallas, Fort Worth, Austin, Houston, all usually vote Democratic. It's the royal out outline mm-hmm. areas that usually the are small royal. country towns. Yes, mm-hmm. they're usually royal. They're usually Republican. Um, and that's the ones you blink, you the, miss the, them. The, the, the and towns, you just drive right through. The Don't towns, stop the at towns night. that's named Shitwater, Texas. No. And um, um, Hide Your Hands, Texas. <laughs> uh, you, you making up fake names. I'm talking <laughs> about Vider and Orange. Oh, well, yeah. Vi- I mean, Vider and Orange, Texas. Yeah, I'm talking about back in 2000 when we passed through there going to a Nesby conference. They told us we don't let the sun catch us. Don't let the uh don't let sundown catch you in Vida. And we was just mm-hmm. like, wait a minute, it's two thousand, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 They they was really like that. So yeah. we hop hop back on the bus and we left. Yes, and, and also, you know, Beto will present a more progressive presidency. Mm-hmm. Um um he's already uh trying to rally up the LGBT LGBTQ plus as it's kind of how it's going now. Okay. Because I think they added a couple of more things to it to uh reverence darker skinned people okay so uh we'll talk about that later too but why, why, why the darker people not the bigger people well because you have because to think you know the lgbtq still has a very high um yeah but the rainbow coalition was created by people who are lighter than you and i Oh, I but got that, you. Okay. But, so but, we, they, we'll but go they're still going to discriminate against heavyset people. But I'm just saying because my boy is a big boy. We'll, we'll come and talk about that later. But like I was saying, <laughs> you know, Beto will, will, will be more of a progressive president. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll be a little bit more liberal than Joe Biden. Right. Yeah, so, so, because Joe, I think, is still has some conservative, uh, co- he's still conservative in certain things and certain elements. Like, Obama was conservative about certain things. You right. know, certain things I did not agree with President Obama about. Yeah. You know, and so, but, however, you know, he was still a good president. You know, mm-hmm. so I just kind of want to wait across the line to see what everybody's saying first mm-hmm. before I say, okay, I want to go with him. You right. know, and so I'm just kind of wanting to see what's up with that. So what yeah, about Julio Castro? Because I don't know too much about Julio Julian Castro. Julian, Julian Castro. I've I, I, I read about him a little bit, but I don't know who he is. Yeah, that's 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 a person who is unknown to me. Yes, mm-hmm. I did not do my research. Because <laughs> um, I'm, I'm kind of still waiting to see who's going to put their hat in. Once I get a, a better idea of who's all going to have their hat in, because I got a feeling there's going to be like 200 people. <laughs> well, there's already 17. There's already, yeah, it's already exactly. 17 people. Before I really start narrowing it down. Mm-hmm. Because basically my thought process on politics at this point is everybody's going to ultimately be looking out for themselves. You know, even, even Obama had his thing. So I really want to look – for that more progressive person who is out for the people as a whole. Now, I know that you can't please everybody all the time, but I need people to be out of the lobbyist pockets, out of corporation pockets. Politics and corporations should not be hand in hand. Well, you do understand that the Republicans are the ones that took away the noting where the money came from, and they have these what they call PACs. Right. Right. And then right. They're, they're also allowing lobbyists. Now, these lobbyists, they do, they have to report their donations and gifts and all that. 
However, there's a lot of under under the table stuff that happens. A lot of it. And a you have to take it. that you take that part out of politics cuz I'm sorry. At the end of the day, a corporation doesn't exist without its people. Exactly. The most the most critical resource to any business is its people. And if you don't understand that as a business person, you're stupid. There's no if ands or buts about it, you're stupid. And you know you and and um what what was that we were uh we was watching uh when the I think I sent y'all a video when the uh the uh, bl- uh Arkansas uh senator mm-hmm. that we talked about last week right um you remember when she was talking about um what well, they were dr- uh stating their opinions and the young man was talking about lobbyists and he was talking about this is how this country was founded right you know based upon you know any kind of uh, financial or business decisions and things of nature of how the United States was founded. And she, you know, actually stood firm, you know, a- against the stand your ground law because when that law was created, it was not created within the mindset of the well-being of the people. It was created really honestly on how to uh, bring more money in, you know, to um, – um, um, the state as far as the, the gun awareness and the gun laws, I mean the gun laws and not to change them is what I'm trying to say. Well, you and know, so that I can't remember also what made to create a legal loophole for murder. Yeah. And you know who backs the, the stand your ground laws, right? Alec. No. <laughs> no, the well, NRA. Yeah. I'm sorry. The, yeah, well, yes, the NRA. NRA. That's yeah. why I was trying to say the yeah, NRA. And I guarantee yes. you, they, the NRA. They, they, uh, they, they back in Alec. Look it up, A L E C. Okay. Let's and, and, <laughs> and since we're talking about that, let's jump to our next topic real quick. Uh, let's go to the poll question, Miss okay. Sunshine. This was your poll question. My poll question. This was your poll question. Uh oh. I didn't put one out this <laughs> week, you know. So this was all on you. So so this is what our poll question says, and, and uh, I think it's going to be uh, it ends in about three days. So if you guys go on our Facebook page uh, and make sure you take our poll question. But this is from the desk of Miss Sunshine. It says, "Are we becoming too dependent on pharmaceuticals? Mm. If given a chance, would you prefer popping pills?" Or a healthier living, or a homeopathic, or holistic remedy. Seventy-three mm-hmm. percent uh, says, "Give me the natural." Twenty-seven mm-hmm. percent says, "Pills, please." Mm. Right now, now, I was actually shocked. Twenty-seven percent to me, that's well. I actually, it's lower than what I thought it would be. Really? Yeah, I thought it would be more for the pills and less for the homeopathic. Well, you know, now I'm gonna I'm gonna ask this question though because I want you to kind of explain your mindset with that. Mm-hmm. Now, even let's talk about because we we're, we're going to go into how much the pharmaceutical industry is actually really worth. We're going to be going to that in just a second. And if you don't know, it's somewhere around nine hundred billion billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Billion. So so anyway, um, talking about your poll question, how could a person, in a sense, really actually decide which is good for them because if you think about it the reason why a lot of people are not you know going into more homeopathic remedies is because it's more expensive than meds well you know what we say that okay (laughs) we say that it's expensive as far as time because there is Mm. a time and process it takes for homeopathic holistic even just healthy eating because okay. let's face it, if you start doing your research in regards to foods, herbs, spices, all of that, there are health, um, there are healthy things 
available to you that you can eat on a daily basis. Yeah. You know, we're yeah. so easy. It's it's easy to take a multivitamin. It's easy to go buy, you know, a ginger pill or it's easy to But you know what? It's just as easy to ingest it naturally, but it takes time. It takes mm-hmm. prep work. It does. But ultimately, you can cook a healthy meal with all of those healthy things mm-hmm. in less than an hour. I mean, and that's and I'm speaking specifically from prep time to cook to clean an hour. I used to make my own water, you know. Um, you know, with with honestly, infused water. Infused water, lemon, lemon water is really good. Lemon, Lime, ginger, ginger, and cucumber. Cucumbers. That is, that is some of the best water. Yeah, absolutely. But if you understand why the homeopathic process takes so much longer, people say it takes a while, but it takes a while because it, your body has to transition from being more acidic to more alkaline. Alkaline. So your body is naturally supposed to be alkaline with a pH range of about 8 to 9. Most people's pH is around 5 to 6. And the reason that the prescription drugs work so much faster is because they're designed to work in a acidic um, environment. Not only that, but how many times does your doctor give you a medication and tell you give it at least two weeks? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so why don't you change your diet? Give it at least two weeks. Actually, give it at least a month. Mm-hmm. Even working out, they say you need to give it at least 30 days. You know what I want you to do, Forrest? I want you to bring an example on how to make your homeopathic flu remedy. Mm. Oh, I want you to my, do that. My fire <coughs> yeah, I want, I want, oh. I want you to do that. Um, um, I, w- I actually thought about you this morning when we was when we was reading. Ab- well, I was reading a little bit about it, um, and I was like, you know what? Well, I want to have her make uh, some of that tea that you do, um, or whatever the case is. And so, you know, I do know, like back in back in the day, you know, there are certain things that you could do to help you feel better. Like if you had a cold, you you put your Vicks Vapor Rub on your feet and put your sock on. Vicks that that Vicks works. Socks on. <coughs> If you had a fever, you cut potatoes and make your potato necklace and put it around your neck and it eats the fever. Mm-hmm. You I don't know, know about that one. Oh, it works. I have to look at that one. Oh, it works. <laughs> it definitely works. I mean, because potatoes are a sponge, and so potatoes will sponge your fever. It definitely works. And so are mushrooms. Mushrooms can work as well. I have to look at that one, too. Yeah, it works. You know, so stuff like that, you know, is, is really interesting. You know, um... Now let's 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 talk about this this pharmaceutical industry real quick. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can let me see if I can find uh, that article that I was looking at. But but somewhere the pharmaceutical industry is worth nine hundred somewhere in thirty four billion dollars and growing. It's ridiculous and growing. And and, ha- and you have so many doctors that are. I mean that's what they're pill pushers. That's. But you know why they're pill pushers? Because they get a cut. Because they're invested. They're invested. Because they're invested. Right. So they they share in the profits of these organizations that, I mean, these companies that make these prescriptions and these drugs. Um, And it's it's an evolving. Revolving door? Revolving door. Yes. Um, Sorry, I'm I'm having brain fog. You're all right. Um, And the, the funny part is. When was the last time you fi- heard about a cure for something? There's no <coughs> profit in a cure. Exactly. And that's... No profit that in a cure. That is the mm-hmm. issue. 
profit in a cure. No and profit. And the reason that there's no profit in a cure is because the company can't make money. They don't want to cure anything. They only want to treat the symptoms. Right. That's why Dr. Uh, CB was made an outcast. Because syphilis, gonorrhea, HIV, he cured all of it naturally. Mm-hmm. No drugs, just changing your diet, changing your eating habits, changing what you're taking in your body. Your body heals itself. You have to help <laughs> it, but your body heals itself. And they this, know this. This brings me to another topic of grocery stores with readily available fresh groceries in our hoods. You know, that's always been an issue. Right. And, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, which yeah. has brought about our <laughs> urban farmers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in a lot of times, you know, these urban farmers are being uh, condemned by the city for using, you know, land a certain way. Or, you know, I don't know the details right now because now we're going into an issue that I wasn't Well, the land for. is not properly zoned <laughs> for the use that they are using it but for. But it's it. like when you have uh, a neighborhood and a people – that aren't aware, you know, you've grown up on McDonald's, you've grown up on Burger King, you've grown up on this, and you don't know what a fresh tomato looks like, or you don't know what a raspberry is, or you don't, you know, because this stuff you've never been exposed to. We need to become more exposed. Hit your farmer's market up. I'm I'm all for the farmer's market. Yeah. Y'all know I'm all for the farmer's <laughs> yeah. market. Mm. But, I mean, even even going to the grocery store and going into the produce market and maybe picking up something that you are not familiar with. You know, with YouTube today and Google, it doesn't take but two seconds to become familiar with something and to learn how to cook it. And, hey, you may like it. You may not. I always say give it at least three chances before you decide, eh, it's not for me. Because that's where a lot of times also we miss out on naturally healing our bodies because yeah, because we're true. not familiar with it because mm, I don't like it. Well, you know what? Just because you stuck it on your tongue and you tasted it with just the tip of your tongue doesn't mean you've tried it or you've tasted it. Honey, I need you to put a full fork of it in your mouth, <laughs> chew it, swallow it, r- you know, rinse and repeat. Or if you don't <laughs> even like it. And see, this is my thing. Like, you know, you know, sometimes, you know, our, our people kind of get on my nerves a little bit because we act like that. There's not one more than one way to skin a cat. Mm-hmm. If you don't, if you don't like spinach, for example, then create you like a a spinach concoction. Add some watermelon to it. Add some strawberries to it. Add something to it mm-hmm. that's gonna give it a good taste, and and you can blend it in. Walmart has uh, has and those little And salt is not a seasoning. Salt, salt is, is a, a flavor enhancer and a preservative. And a preservative. It is not a seasoning. Right. Absolutely. You need you to have get to with your you herbs. You need to true. get with your yeah. spices. And you know what? This is something else I recommend doing. When you are, whenever you are experimenting and you are learning to cook with things, you know, pinch off a piece of oregano and put it in your mouth. Chew it. Kind of feel the flavor of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and true. then, you know, this is how you decide, do I want to cook with this? Absolutely. This, you need to take a chef's perspective. Well, see, people are not going to look at it like that. Well, see, the reason why, and I'm going to read this real quick to y'all. This is the reason why I think, you know, one of the reasons that the pharmaceutical industry 
It's worth $934.8 billion as of 2017 and will reach reach $1,170 billion by 2021, growing at a 5.8% of recent formal market research reported by the business research company. Uh, This is given by marketresearch.com. Marketresearch.com, excuse me. It's because a lot of people... They don't, because when we, when you talk about holistic remedies, that means you have to create holistic eating and holistic mm-hmm. living. Mm-hmm. See, the reason why I believe that one that the pharmaceutical industry is it's so huge, a, it's is a quick fix. It's a quick fix, and you do not have to do what's necessary and what's long term for your long term. There's another. But here's the other thing. I'm sorry no, to cut go you ahead. off. But shh, damn it, um, just because it's FDA approved doesn't mean it's great. Right. Uh, oh, the FDA approved it, so it's okay. No, no, it's not. I'm the FDA the FDA pushes a lot of things through. That's why you see all those damn side effects, some mm-hmm. of them including death. <laughs> and, and, right. And, and, and Sunshine, you actually uh, you, you jumped before me, but I was going to get into that. The FDA, most companies only undergo FDA inspection every roughly two to five years. That's it. Every two to five, because the FDA is a government agency and it does not have the personnel to do proper uh, oversight on all of these businesses and all of these industries. The other thing you have to learn about the FDA is that if you want great consumer products, your voice is the the power. Because the consumer is always going to be the power. Because I'm going to be totally honest with you. Working in you know, working in quality for like 20, almost 20 years. Uh, FDA inspection, I laugh at. The FDA comes in, it's kind of like, mm, so what? Mm-hmm. My customer yeah. audits, when a customer comes in and they audit you, when you have, um, like, you have the GSS, GFSI, the Global Food Safety Initiative, which created uh, SQF and BRC, when they come in and do an audit, those are the audits you worry about because that really digs in. FDA comes and audits you, they might be there a day or two. When you got wow. an SQF or BRC audit, I mean, you're looking at about a week. That You got somebody in there going through your books, going through your documents, going through your paperwork. I'm sorry, but the FDA approval, in my, my standpoint, from working in the industry that works closely with the FDA, FDA insight means little to nothing. Mm. Wow. Check this mm. out real quick. I, I typed in here in, in Google real quick. Um, uh, how much does the pharmaceutical industry make per year? Mm-hmm. Okay. It says $515 billion mm. a Not year. Not a surprise. It says of the $1.5 trillion <laughs> revenue for the global pharmaceutical market, Nearly half of it, roughly $515 billion, comes from the United States and Canada. Wow. However, the two countries only make up around 7% of, of the, the world. total world population. Mm-hmm. Are you mean to tell me, bro, that, that $515 billion, of that $515 billion, the U.S. and Canada only make up 7% of the world? And here's 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 what you gotta understand. This is oh why you gotta get God. this is where you have to get lobbying out of politics. 
Because it this all, is ridiculous. It all goes back to lining the right people's pockets. And if wow. you got the money, you can do that. Now I see why a lot of these attorneys are after, like, for example, you know, the attorneys that come on the TV that say that, some, that the medicine messed you up, right. you know, hit me up or whatever the case it is, but if you had this going and, on. And you know what? Even when companies Sorry. develop this, they put in a protocol, which is why the medication is expensive the way it is, because a certain percentage of that, that, that price you pay is going for just in case. Just in case. It's like <laughs> if wow. you're paying that company's insurance policy we're for that prescription. We're going to have a savings account set aside just and, for this. And the <laughs> other thing that people don't realize is that, again, drug companies do not want cures. Nope. Right. So anytime somebody comes out with a cure or a treatment for something, they say, oh, well, you can't say it cures or it treats. Because if you say it cures or it treats, then therefore it's defined as a drug. And if you're not adhering to FDA regulations, you're not registered with the FDA, it's like, oh, well, you can't sell it as such. And wow. that's where we come to weed. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because it is a natural product. What are they going to do and for And this it? is why they understand. <laughs> they you are required to eat. Therefore, they can't govern food. Right. But mm. they can't say a certain fruit or vegetable or certain taking a certain combination. This is why the weed market is so it's, – it's on the cusp of exploding because people are starting to recognize the taboo has been uh, wiped away. And mm -hmm. honestly, the taboo about it was <coughs> all fictional in the first it place. It was. It was brought about in the 1970s because of Richard Nixon. Right. Richard Nixon brought about the whole war on drugs. Yes, we think Reagan coined that phrase. No, it was actually Nixon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all been watching too many documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> but it was basically um, we can't nullify or vilify black people. We can't vilify those that are anti-war. So we'll bring drugs into the issue. Hippies are weed po or potheads, and black people are pushing heroin, therefore making them both evil beings. Mm -hmm. So, yes, that yeah. is whenever heroin and, uh, well, Heroin is bad, but that's when weed became the, the bad hippie drug. Well, actually, weed was actually first outlawed in the U.S. because of Benjamin Franklin. Well, that's way, way, way better. Yeah, but that's, that's prior where, to TV. Right, but that's <laughs> where it originally started because he didn't want uh, weed, to, <coughs> weed and hemp to compete with his paper mill. And, so, he, and mm -hmm. you see that hemp is one of those multiple used products. Right. It's in everything. Yep. You can make sheets out of it, clothing, lotion, lotion toothpaste, cook with it, whatever. Yeah, you can do whatever you want with it. It's versatile. Versatile. And this is what, again, having the right person in the right place, um, you know, he didn't want to compete because um, making hemp was actually cheaper than making paper. And he knew it. Mm -hmm. yeah. So he was like, no, 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 I can't have that because some people actually – because at that point in time, you had the Indians – well, I'm sorry, not the Indians, Native Americans that were using it to – you know, they use it as a part of their ritual. Right. However, it's like, okay, we can vilify these people, and I can get – if I vilify these people, the Native Americans, and then make it look like using hemp – is a negative thing, and people don't want to associate with it, and then I'll drive people to using paper, which will help me cut down all these trees and get this paper that I want. And see, that's wow. the other thing. You think about hemp and, and creating paper and textiles with it. Mm -hmm. 
we wouldn't have to cut down so many damn trees. Here's the oh funny my part. God, save the environment. Trees going to get cut down. Yeah, well, here's the well, funny part. Cut the the, trees I mean, but, but I'm saying it's an alternative that, you know, a lot of people don't want to look at. Yeah. And you know the funny part about it? Look up the composition. I'm not going to tell you. I just want you to Google the composition of homework. paper money. We, need, we all need to be doing some homework. Google the composition of paper money in the U.S. and find out what it's made of. It'll surprise you because it's not actually paper. I know, I know it's a mixture of something, isn't it? Yes. I, it's I a do mixture know of that. several yeah. things. But the, the biggest makeup will surprise a lot of people. Hmm. And it's not, it's not what you think it is. Because honestly, paper money is not actually paper. It's cloth. Mm-hmm. Real quick, before we go to break, Hendrix, you're going to take us uh, to our first break. Right. Um, real quick, all of our music is uh, empowerment music. And yeah. our first song that we played for you guys this morning was Black America Again by Common and Stevie Wonder. Yeah. So uh, that was our first song. And Hendrix is going to introduce you our next couple songs. But before we go to break, I want to uh, jump off topic just for a quick second and just say shout out to all uh, my beautician friends and my eyelash friends and all that because you guys do know that it has been passed that the beauty uh, industry for licensing has been deregulated. What? So, which means is is that, no, that's kind of bad. Because, <laughs> I don't know if because, I agree with that one. Because what happens now, now for the barber now industry. anybody can do it. Yeah, anybody can do it. Now, for the barber <laughs> industry, I think you still have to be licensed to be a barber. Uh-huh. But for, I believe, it's esthetician. Um, um, uh, beauticians, and it's one more that they were saying. Um, that, that you, I think you don't no longer have to have a license to do it. So listen, if if, so if you take my advice, shops gonna be popping. Listen, I'm gonna tell you something. You gonna you gonna have Sue Baby <laughs> come up with something. I'm trying to tell you, Sue Baby gonna come up with something. She gonna say, y'all come <laughs> over here and get this quick weed for twenty five dollars at my crib. No, no. Go on, go to your beautician. No. Go on, go to the person that's gonna take care of your hair because I still what's need somebody licensed. What, because what's going to happen is, is is now beauticians are going to have to be fighting for their placement now. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are going to have to lower their prices. Some people are going to be like, oh, my God, you know, my customers, you know, in, are at risk because I got Sue Baby over here if it's to open up her $5 shop in her house and the state won't do nothing about it. So you guys be careful where you, where you get your, your hair and stuff done. Make sure that your beauticians and your estheticians no. are people who it'll want to do clear, something. It'll be real clear when they, when, you know, they, they don't have I'm any sorry. more hair and their edge is gone. And, you, and you, they won't be able to sue. Yeah. You, you, can't, won't, you won't, be able, won't be able to sue, sue, baby. You have to always consider quality. Price and quality. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but if you can't afford it, just don't get it. I'm sorry, but um, I will pay for quality Uh over convenience anytime. Absolutely. Amen. Anytime. I want to keep my eyebrows. (laughs) Take us a break, bro. All right, so all right, we're gonna take our first break, and uh, we're gonna listen to James Brown. I'm say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. And then Tupac, keep your head up. We'll be right back.
Tuned in to the B-side on THA AfterParty.com. Some for my guys and Eliza and Lil Gun and Corinne. Some say the black of the bed, the sweet of the juice. I say the dark of the flesh and the deep of the roots. I give my holler to my sister's own welfare. If don't nobody else care And uh, I know they like to beat you down a lot When you come around the block, brothers clown a lot But please don't cry, dry your eyes, never let up Forgive, but don't forget, girl, keep your head up And when he tells you you ain't nothing, don't believe him And if you can't learn to love you, you should leave him Cause sister, you don't need him And I ain't trying to gash up, I just call him how I see you know what makes me unhappy? that when brothers make babies and leave a young mother to be a pet. And since we all came from a woman, got our name from a woman, and I came from a woman. I wonder why we take from our women, why we break our women, do we hate our women? I think it's time to kill for our women, time to heal our women, be real to our women. And if we don't, we'll have a race of babies that will hate the ladies that make the babies. And since a man can't make one, he has no right to tell a woman when and where to create one. So will the real men get up? I know you're fed up, ladies. But keep it up. Yeah, I remember Marvin Gaye used to sing to me He had me feeling like black was the thing to be And suddenly the ghetto didn't seem so tough And though we had it rough, we always had enough I up and up about my curfew and broke the rules Went with the local 
percentage increase in the nation mm-hmm. for cases of chlamydia and gonorrhea between the years of 20 th- 2016 and 2017. Surveillance report by the Centers for Disease Control. Skipping down here, it says that um, Dr. Phil Wong or Hong or however you say his name. H, okay. Dr. H. Dr. H called Dallas County's STD clinic appointment line as an experience to see how long a person can set up an appointment. Check this out. He was he was on hold for an hour, never got through on a Tuesday. 
said that he sent um, told commissioners of his plans to significantly um, increase the county clinics uh, ca uh, capacity to see patients between 200 and 400, 400 people were turned away each month for the last two years. That's not even counting people that's calling in to self-appointment. So wow. we have an increase in the claps. In okay, the claps. in the claps. <laughs> you can't call the county co the co the county clinic and get through. You uh, release you on hold an hour. Between 200 and 400 people were sent away per month. Okay, so you look per at month. two things here. So you got to delve deeper. You can't be a surface thinker and or reader, right? Ready? All right, let's All go, right. Mo. All yeah. right, so here we go. Dr. H took over for whom? Um, that dude. Who <laughs> oh, he took over for? Right, Miss Sunshine, that dude. <laughs> that dude. I don't live in Dallas County. <laughs> go ahead. Mo. Anyway, so Dr. H took over for a guy. Um, I can't remember his name, but he left. Oh! <laughs> what, are you serious? Are you serious? Oh. How you going to put somebody on the spot and you ain't did your own damn research? Are you I serious? I don't live in Dallas, County. <laughs> I thought you was going to come up with the damn name. So, Dr. Okay, so Dr. No, let me Juan. tell you why this is significant. So, listen to this. This is going to piss you off, uh, colored people. Okay, colored people. The former Dallas County, what is that called? Uh. Huh? The, 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 the former Dallas County, uh, come on, you, you're going to be real pissed off on this one. The county health director? Health director. The health director, okay. His name was? Uh, All right, so here it is. His name was Zachary Thomas. Yes, okay, Zachary right. Thomas, yes. He served, <coughs> he served for 20 years at the Department of Health and Human Services. He was not a doctor. What? what? Are you serious? Wow. Yes. Wow. Nice. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Was he a pharmacist? Wait a minute. Stop. Girl, he didn't have. Stop. You <laughs> probably had more signs than what? he did. Wait was, a minute. Was, was he a nurse practitioner or mm -mm. something? No, he had nothing. no letters behind his name. How? Wow. Who was our mayor at that time? Well, he did have a sexual Boys and girls, that is a, another example of it's not about what you know, it's who you know. But unfortunately, d in Dallas County, in Dallas, Texas, you didn't have to have a medical degree. Wow. So now this is what's occurred. The manipulation of numbers. Mm -hmm. Statistics. Mm -hmm. Okay? So this doctor, now the Dr. H came in who has an epidem epidemiology background. He understands that it's more about manipulation of numbers to get more funding, to get more money. So he understood that if I say there's been a rise in chlamydia cases for that period. Now, that's when Zachary Thomas was fired for sexual harassment, allegedly. That year, that one year. I maybe. wonder if he had chlamydia or not. Wow. I'm, I'm not sure what, what that got to do with this, but I'm going to let it make it because she's drinking something. But what I want you to understand <laughs> is that you had a non-doctor. You didn't even have a numbers guy. He wasn't even a mathematician. He was just a guy who was there, who spoke on, who was interviewed by the media, and who didn't have subject-verb agreement. Every time he spoke, I would cringe. So he was not the right person to, he just led the organization. And he let the organization run itself, and it ran itself in the ground. Mm -hmm. They knew of the mm. problem, but because he was black, they didn't want to remove him by saying he was inefficient because he was the face, the spokesperson. 
So now they got on a sexual harassment charge. They mm-hmm. booted him out. They didn't let him have his pension. And now all of this information is coming to light. I'm not saying it takes a, a, a physician to bring this to light. I'm just letting you know that the manipulation of numbers, along with the fact that they closed down a number of Planned Parenthoods and free clinics, right. is the reason for the increase. Only for that year, though, because they changed the way you input the data. Right. So now what they did was they took off, okay, so you have Spanish speakers. You, you have different languages. They can't help those people, so they send them to other clinics. So they take them off of Dallas County Roads and send them <coughs> to Collin County and other counties. Mm. You will mm. find out in another year because it takes two years to get this information. That's why I was like, why only? Why are they only do it one year? Right, right. So it takes two years to get the information. They have to have two full years. Can I just get the saints to use condoms? Well, using condoms would help, but it would help. It, it would help, but with syphilis, you can have syphilis for a number of years. Before you show any signs. Well, well for would that be for women, though? I guess for guys, you we should know. I mean, I've never had syphilis before. So I'm just saying that, you know, just looking at those those symptoms, I think a guy would know before a woman would. Statistically, men show symptoms more than women or faster than women do. Right, right. But then there are those people, men and women, who are what they would call asymptomatic, no, who show no symptoms whatsoever. So this is why I am a pro get yourself checked out yes. every chance you get yes. kind of person. Because yes. just because you don't show any signs, if you're out there having sex, you are a potential risk, period. Condoms, any type of contraceptive is not 100%, period, paragraph. Therefore, if you are sexually active, you need to be, you need, be you need to be getting checked annually at the least. Well, let's take that. Uh, I want to piggyback off that. Not if you're sexually active. If you're if you were sexually if you're not sexually active for the last year, but you were sexually you're active six years people, ago, six years ago, five active. years ago, I still. But what I want you to do too is women, particularly women. <coughs> you know Excuse how me. you get a well woman's exam once a year? Okay. Well, well, your wife, when you get married, you, okay, this is what I want you to do, women, and insurance companies, please don't dog me out for this. Get your well woman's checkup. Six months later, go back, call them and tell them you're having lower back pain so you can get another pap smear. But they're going to code it differently. Okay. Because if you have cervical cancer and you didn't have, if you have cervical, let's say you go on April 15th, but then you have sex or something else happens and you get cervical cancer on April 17th, you got a whole nother year having cervical cancer, which is usually asymptomatic. Hmm. But if you go every six months, that's what I do. I go the first time and then I go six months, I'm a, my, my lower back hurting. One time the physician assistant said, well, you have a um, UTI. I said, no, I don't. Because I know what I'm doing. Right. I said, no, I don't. She said, well, here are the antibiotics. I said, no, you're not going to give me antibiotics for something I don't have because you haven't yep. tested Again, me yet. Again, push your pills. Because, push your pills. because you tested me, but you don't have the results. So right. how are you going to give me something? So anyway, I said, no, you don't. Then my physician at the end of the hall was like, Monique. I was like, she's like, come here. I said, what? I said, I have to break them in. Wow. Because I said, I, said, I have a problem with that because <coughs> I've never had a UTI and I'm 50 years old. Hmm. I've never had a urinary tract infection. Me either. 
Check so so I, was, I had to check her. Yeah. I know she feels much better now because yeah. I checked and, her. And here's, here's, here's I doubt the other thing. But guys, when you go, you need to go at, at minimum. Go to the doctor once a year. Just once a year. At, min- at let minimum. Let your booty and then let them go up actually, your Actually, play you, your don't, you don't have to yes, get at 40. Play. No, 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 no. You do not have to get a prostate exam until you're 50. Here's the thing on this work. So if you had one prior to that, you might want to think about your doctor. Unless if they had some issues (laughs) with with their intestines or something, then they'll make them go earlier. If you have a family history of uh, uh, prostate cancer at 40, you will need to get checked out. However, Mm -hmm. if you go on an annual basis, you can get what's called a PSA. A PSA will determine how likely you are to have prostate cancer. That's just a blood test, though. It's a blood test. They don't have to go up your booty. No, they do not. So y'all okay with that? Yes. Trust me, you'd rather have the needle than the finger. (laughs) So, you you make sure that you get a PSA test done because they will ask you. And the thing is, you have insurance, it don't cost you nothing because it's preventative. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Preventative care is 100%. As a male, make sure that you are taking and getting your PSA numbers. You have to, sometimes your doctors, depending on who they are, mm-hmm. you have to specifically ask them. But however, if you have a family history, they will say, nope, I need an extra, I need an extra two for your PSA. Done. Okay, guess what? What? Even if you don't have insurance, there are enough free clinics based on hospitals. They have the little yeah. They have them all every weekend, mm-hmm. different a- different places throughout the North Texas area. Where if you don't have insurance, you, you can go to that and get those and get those um, tests. Real That's quick, cool. something That's else good. before you before you go on. Okay. Don't assume that you go in for your annual physical and they do all the testing. No, STD testing. You really need to ask for it because that is not one of those just given screening tests. So make sure that whenever you're getting your annuals, you're asking about the screening and ask for additional ones if you're concerned. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And and here's the thing about getting to know your doctor and why it's so important. Because you go a couple of times, especially fellas, my doctor tells me all the time. And I have a female doctor. and my, Well, my primary care physician is female. And she tells me all the time. She gets on me about a lot of stuff. And she tells me at the end of the day, I'm glad you actually knows me mm-hmm. and, and it's good because she i go in for my annual because i always do it on my birthday that's right <laughs> right on your birthday right around your birthday it's like okay right. right around my birthday right. and, she, and the craziest part we actually share the same birthday so okay. she knows oh, right cool. around she's like okay it's about birthday time okay i know hendrix coming in and then she know about six months later august or so she's like oh he's speaking august september he's coming in again but i i can always expect him at least at minimum in February and August, I'm gonna see you. Nice. Right, right. Like, where, where are your friends at? I know you got friends. How come they ain't coming at the doctor? Do they got a doctor? Tell them come see me. That's sweet. Yeah, real. I would not be who I am if I would not give chlamydia symptoms in women and in men, because I think that we all need to be educated. If you walking around here with the claps, yes. <laughs> women in 75 percent women. Uh, there are silent to no symptoms. Seventy-five percent. Stop being funny, Mo. No, okay. that's what I'm saying. That's why you gotta, you know. I'm I'm giving out know. the symptoms. Less common symptoms. 
abnormal vaginal discharge. It might have an odor. Oh, Jesus, help them. Pain during the urination, rectal pain, oh, discharge, rectal or bleeding, right. inflamed eye is what inflamed it said. Inflamed eye. Said this is less common symptoms for women with chlamydia. Least common, bleeding between menstrual cycles, lower belly ache. I think this is if it gets worse. Lower back pain, nausea, fever, pain during sex, and sore throat. In men, silent to no symptoms occur in 50% of men. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's a that's big, that's a high no- number, right? That's why they go around and don't think nothing's wrong. Go ahead. Wow. Abnormal penile, penile discharge, thick, yellowy, white, milkish, or watery discharge coming from your penis. Ooh. Pain during Whoa. urination. Go back, go back, go back, go back. What, what, what? Abnormal penile discharge is either thick, yellow, white, milky, or watery. So if you bleed, your fellas gonna get checked out. Rectal pain, pain during urination, inflamed eye, least common itching and burning around the opening of the penis, testicular pain and swelling, sore throat. This is for chlamydia. So if you are having any one of those symptoms, look, we're not judging. Or no symptoms at all. Or no Dude. symptoms at all, <laughs> and you've been sexually active, and you accidentally did some things that you know maybe you shouldn't have done, maybe with somebody you shouldn't have done it with, please take yourself to a health professional and let them uh, get you treated and cured so you will not be passing it on to the person that you really were supposed to be with. Oh, and really? And, so and if, you, if you are in take a regular and take care of yourself. relationship, both of y'all need to be treated because otherwise, you're just gonna be passing it back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and ain't nobody gonna get over it. You know, that's let me tell you, that's that's um and I and I'm gonna say this, you know, because I, I can be a little bit open sometimes. My my first uh uh issue with uh sexually transmitted disease was in Prairie View. Uh long Well, it was the truth. <laughs> I have to be honest, it's it's the truth. Probably with that old lady <laughs> that you did. Don't be putting it on preview. Why don't you just say that my first whatever's true? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just say it was that old lady? We got to know where you got it. Oh with the worm. With the worm. The old lady's worm that you had sex with <laughs> in the post office. Mo. No. Don't be putting it on that my school. I room. didn't blame it on PV, yes, Mo. You did, I did man. not. I said that's where it was. No. No. Where, where were you? Where did you have sex with that old lady? <laughs> Was it the the clap in the mail room? Was it the was it the Uh, mail room? Where did you have sex with her? (laughs) Where did you have sex with her? No, where uh, I was in a baby dome. Okay, so at a party. At a party. party. Don't tell to say my school did it. I didn't say that the school did it, mom. my school name out like so that. so what happened was is that my my first experience i mean my only experience not my first let me take that back <laughs> my only experience uh with that i was at in school and um we were at a uh party and so long story short i i ended up somewhere i shouldn't have been and i ended up having unprotected sex with someone and so when i did that or whatever i went to the school uh, clinic or whatever because I was burning in my pants, no joke. And what happened was is that I did uh, come back and it was gonorrhea. So 
the the thing was is that at first let me tell you as a college student and i don't care what nobody say you know we're all not as responsible now now was i taught to be responsible absolutely i was taught to be responsible but let's just be frank and honest a lot of us don't exercise responsibility when you drunk or when you having fun you just don't do that and you start feeling the feeling and stuff you know things happen uh however there was no excuse um, but I will say that it's it's a feeling that I would n- want to never ever experience in my life. Um, when I say urinating for real, felt like like somebody was sticking me in my in my pants, oh. like with with cactus thorns. It was just awful, and it didn't even take long to develop because you do know that we, we even though we're talking about chlamydia and gonorrhea arise in Dallas. Uh, another reason that constitutes to the rise is because there are different strands of it. Because now, if you if there are certain strands that the now regular dose won't cure anymore, they're becoming uh, uh, resistant. Yeah, more resistant. And then, and and if you and if you and if let's say for example, if you are a person, let's say that regularly catches those. Your body builds a tolerance to the antibiotic there that they go. give you. And so for me, the, 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 the school nurse, she was very disappointed in me, uh, first of all, which I was disappointed in myself. And she told me, she says, uh, the reason why it took, now with, within men actually, according to uh, the CDC, it takes anywhere from two to three days for the symptoms to start manifesting. If it's more, if it's less than 36 hours, then there was a different culture of gonorrhea. Okay, so I developed symptoms maybe within 12 to 14 hours. Okay, and so I got myself to the 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 clinic. I had to get a shot, and I had to get pills, of course. But the thing that hurt the most was the culture that they had to get from me. And Mm. fellas, if you don't know already where they get the culture from, they get that they get that that little Q-tip. No, no, but no, this is important. They got to go. If you, you know that go. something is going on with you, they're going to take the little Q-tip, and it's a long one, and they're going to go inside of your, um, you know, urethra. your urethra, and they're going to and they're gonna put about this much in there, okay? Mm. And they're going to clean it out so they can make sure that it is exactly what they're treating you for and to verify what strand it is and to create a board of statistics so you can be added for that year. Mm. So so the thing is, what am I saying? I'm saying to all my people in Dallas County, listen, uh, Houston had a syphilis outbreak uh, maybe about 10, 15 years ago. Uh, uh, they took drastic measures in making sure that everybody was tested, even homeless people had syphilis. Um, it was It was bad. So what am I saying to everybody? Please take yourself to the doctor. Please get tested. Protect yourself. Listen. I, I, Protection, look, education. Do, do it all that you need to because, listen, I have a little niece that's about to go to Prairie View. You know, Who I want my little niece to be to be careful. Just you guys are about to general. you're That's about to good. have children that are going off to different schools. It doesn't matter if it's a black school or a white school. Let's prepare our children. Let's prepare. Let's prepare ourselves because yep. you know we got to be careful because even married people get STDs too. So the thing is that you just be careful what you got going on. You know, and wrap it up, Mo. Ooh. 
what's the next subject? I'm just saying, you know, I, I can be frank about that because I don't have and gonorrhea and now. You, and if you cheated on your SATs, you'd probably cheat on your spouse or you'd probably cheat on your friend going to college. That's what <laughs> what's next, Mo? <laughs> what's next? Uh, All right, mass incarceration. Oh, Lord. Mm. The oh, private wow. prison sector worth billions. Billions. Now, my thing about, now, Let you know what? Help that. me with this, the mass incarceration. Mass incarceration. You said to remind you at 1130. It's 1109. Mass? Okay, so. Put some in mine. So Q gave us this whole thing to watch about 13 weeks. No, I did that. Oh, you did that? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because she's on a documentary. So there's a documentary out there she doesn't watch. Yeah. So we were talking about, you know, looking at the whole documentary. Talked about how you know from slavery we got the the Jim Crow Jim Crow and then from Jim Crow we got uh <coughs> you know basically the the quote unquote justice system that basically targets people of color based on little to no real reason to criminalize their actions and the fact that a lot of prisons are now for profit and it's not other reason but to make money and get free labor. Exactly. So since you brought this up, Sunshine, yeah. why don't you give us a little background on where you were going with this? Um, where I was going with this is the overall money maker and continued enslavement of blacks, i.e. people of color, that is still continuing today. Um, one thing that was made a point in the documentary of 13th was Every time we evolve and think we have gotten one step ahead, they reinvent slavery. So we've gone from slavery to chain gang because, you know, it's like, okay, well, we've lost our free labor, labor from slavery, so how else can we do it? Oh, we're going to create um, this 13th Amendment in which everybody is excluded except for criminals. Okay, so we're going to make you a criminal because you were jaywalking. We're going to make you a criminal because you threw some trash on the ground. We're going to make you a criminal because of this. And now we've got our free labor, and you're going to build our roads, and you're going to build our railways, and you're going to do this, and you're going to do that. And then, okay, we've gone and we've taken it too far. We've abused it. Shame on us. <coughs> and this is what we're going to do now. Now we're in segregation. We've got Jim Crow laws. Well, now what we can we do to, you know, get our free free labor here. It's always a reinvention of. And the bottom line is in order for us to regain any kind of structure and quit being used as and visualized as second-class citizens is basically we have to deconstruct and rebuild, not reform. Reform is just reinventing. It doesn't abolish or do away with anything. And we have to realize that the corporations are behind this. If anyone wants to look up Alex, understand and educate yourself about Alex. And for me to give you a summary of that right now is, is not going to happen. Because there, in, in this 100-minute documentary, 
there was so much education and knowledge. You know, for someone of my nature who thought I knew, I really didn't. And there was a lot of other people who, you know, they watched it and they were like, I, I had no clue. Well, it's just one of those things that I found interesting about the documentary uh, was the logistics of it. Because oh. I'll, I'll be honest with you, I had to watch it in 15-minute increments. It's like watching uh, Roots or uh, Amistad. I cannot it's watch it. It's emotionally gripping. Right. Yeah, and so I have to deal with my emotions, so I can only watch it through, you know, little clips. However, the U.S. makes up only 5% of the world population. 5%. And yet, we have 25% of the population in prison. Incarcerated. So that, and here's the other statistic that threw me off was, I knew it was disproportionate, you know, to blacks and and Latinos. I, I knew that, but I didn't realize how great the disparity was in the difference, um, you know, between blacks and Hispanics alone, that you're looking at 60% of the incarcerated. It's like, wow. And and how it's doubled in different presidencies. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we know it went up in the 1970s. Right. I I think in the 1970s it was roughly in the 200,000 range. From the 1970s to the Reagan years, it went from 200,000 to over 500,000. From 500,000 in the in the Reagan years, now we're doubling into, uh, I think the last statistic was taken in 2014 mm-hmm. or 2015, I'm not sure. But now you're talking 1.2, 1.3 million but that was Clinton. incarcerated. Clinton incarcerated more black men than anyone else. Your black president, Clinton, incarcerated more black men than all of the previous presidents together. And again, uh, you want to talk about something that you really was mind-blowing? That was another mind-blowing statistic, and and that was with the three strikes, you're out. Right. And he came back, was it after his term or or during his second term, that he came back and he was like, this was a mistake. After his term. After After his term and when he wanted his wife to run. Okay, y'all, what you have to understand is that it's not about Democrats or Republicans. It's always, it's not a black and white. It's all about grades. If you look at those numbers, once again, it's the statistics, manipulation of numbers. Even though black and brown may make up 60% of the prison population, white people are in prison more. Just by the sheer fact of their numbers. You know we only make up 12% of the population, black people. Right. But there are more white people. More white people are on welfare. More white people are on drugs. More white people are in jail. But it doesn't it doesn't help to make a documentary on the white people. I mean, what you gonna say? Aryan Brotherhood in jail. They can't read. They have twelve children out of wedlock, and they all on welfare. Doesn't make a good read. But when it comes to black and brown, now my only problem about the mass incarceration, those who are incarcer- incarcerated okay. unjustly. Yeah. Unjustly, unjustly. unjustly. Now, we had someone, um, Dre, who came here who said, yeah, I did 23 years, I was locked up, and I did the crime. He immediately said that. Mm -hmm. Him? Okay, you need to be incarcerated. Okay. But if Boo Boo Kitty or Jerome didn't do something, that's who my heart goes out to. Whenever they have them at church and they tell them to stand up. five New York teenagers that were arrested for raping the dogger in the park. Mm -hmm. And centrified, found out that all of them were innocent? That's because at 17, they all did what you're not supposed to do. They talked. 
they're not supposed they're supposed to wait for their parents wait for their attorneys but they talk number one rule you teach a black boy under the age of 18 don't say shit you will get arrested but you ask for your mother or you or your parents or you ask for an attorney that's it point blank in the period that's it they didn't do that they thought if they told on each other or just told whatever they wanted to hear they would go home mm-hmm. but well, that's and that's where you know well but no but my thing is the people like the people who have been in jail 10 15 20 30 years and didn't do it those are the ones who killed me like the little boy because you can't take you can't get that time back yeah the little period. boy that was in new york he 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 did steal a backpack then why he spent the three years in prison for stealing a backpack wow three that years three years and then we're hearing all these stories now about people that have spent you know 20, 30, Woo, 40 that years kills me. That kills me. That and kills me. come to find out, they didn't do it. Woo, that, you that, know what? That let, right me, there. let me take this moment. Antoine Rose, officer, was found not guilty of his murder. Mm-hmm. Mm. Condolences to the family. Yeah. Yeah. May you rest in peace, Antoine, and may eventually in federal court your family get justice. I'm telling you, though. If we had done right <laughs> by Trayvon Martin, all of these other cases would have been looked at, and some of the cases wouldn't even been found. Mm-hmm. If we had done right by Trayvon Martin, if we had boycotted Florida, if we had boycotted all the corporations headquartered out of Florida, if black people would have used their money and their mouths for something other than say, let's let's wear a damn Trayvon Martin hoodie T-shirt, we would have. But you know what? We're our own worst enemy. Now, mass incarceration is a bad thing. Don't get me wrong. But how we can circumvent that or improve that, build, you said build up, build up our damn families. Yeah. All black people, on Facebook, I have to block these people, black men. You're our black queens. I'm like, you're a heterosexual black man over the age of 35, and you ain't married to a black woman, a white woman, or a green woman. What kind of family are you talking about? You want to put a black woman on a pedestal? But you, she's good enough to put on a pedestal, but she's not good enough to marry? Don't tell me about making a family and you looking at the sidelines talking about, oh, black women are so great. You shouldn't marry a white man. We're marrying people who will marry us so we can start a family. How about you do the same? Hold up, hold up. Now, I got I got to. You got a dog in this hunt. Yeah, yeah, I got a dog in this hunt. And I will say this. I agree with you. Let's write this down. Let's. I, I agree with you <laughs> to the point that, you know, there is nothing wrong with cheering on the cheering on the, the black woman. The black woman. There, there's nothing wrong with that because I've been paid to go for that. However, what good does it do you to get married and then get divorced? And what good does it do you does it do you to marry a person that you might not even supposed to be with in the first place? Okay, well let's try this. In the mass incarceration, did you look at the document? I, I, I have not looked I at it. Not, I, but, I have not looked at but it. But you no. tell me, you watched it. When they look at those people and they give you the statistics, what percentage did not have a father in their lives? They don't say that. What percentage had a, came from a broken home? I was saying, you're going to have that, well, those well, What percentage came from an unstable uh, background without a strong family? And, th- and that argument right there is exactly why I'm not married. Because if I get married, I don't. It's not for in between now and no. I want to be married. You're you're missing the point. Okay. You're even if you get married and divorced, you're still gonna be in that child's life. 
some people are having babies like they like they bitches on the street having babies with drops on them, and they don't have that male role model. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to pee standing up. There's some men I know who pee sitting down, but that's a whole nother argument. But what you got to do is you're in, you can tell somebody how to pee standing can, up. I can, can I say this real quick? What? Every man has a, takes a piss sitting down. You want me to tell you why? That's, that's I mean, because... I'm using that in a, in a vernacular that saying. you're a woman. No, I'm not using it to take a boo-boo. Of but I'm just saying. I'm talking about using use a vernacular of being a woman. Come on, Mugga. But, but I still feel... I, <laughs> and, and, but I still feel like that argument isn't relevant for the simple fact that there are strong men that have been raised by women. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But you're talking about the exception to the rule because you're talking about mass incarceration. So I'm trying to see what the numbers are that they didn't have that but family background because I want to change it. And the only way to change it is a strong family. Here, here's, no? here's, and, and, and see, this is, this is the part, Mo, where I, another part where I disagree with you. Oh, no! I will, I will give it to you that <laughs> having, having a strong home, so you know, silly. having no. a strong home helps. But it's not the end all be all. But it helps. It, it, it helps. So it's, it's part of, and that's the thing we have to remember. There is not one silver bullet solution. Okay, so your definition of strong family is it could be a part of it could be male, female, it could be just a strong family unit. Okay, yes. gotcha. Gotcha. That that's gotcha. part of having a strong family unit is part of it. Gotcha, Absolutely. Gotcha, gotcha. However, the other part is educating people. Because I'm gonna tell you like this. I've talked I, like I said, I got friends from every background. The one thing that shocks them is the point at which most of them never even had this talk with a male figure in their life or their mother or their aunt or somebody about how to interact with your coworkers. Mm-hmm. Just like what you said, mm-hmm. I was told that at like the age of 10. Right. Like, but then I talked to, you know, talked to my other friends and stuff, and then what, what really shocked me because, you know, in high school, we went to a predominantly black high school. Mm-hmm. So everybody knew the rules. Knew what it took. However, when you go to college and you go to PWI institution as I did, you hang out with you know because I'm not known to like gun people because of the color. I hung out with my white friends, Asian friends, Hispanic friends, black friends. Didn't matter. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. We having a good time in school. However, I was hanging out with my white friends and I'm the only you know I'm the only black guy in the car. So it's like whatever, cool. We going to get something to eat. Guy gets pulled over. Now he was speeding. Why the hell you pull me over? The first thing he said to the cop. Mm-hmm. He's just like, whoa, whoa wait a minute. Mm-hmm. You can't say that. And the cop didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. However, I got pulled over in Calvert. Q, you know about Calvert, don't you? Mm-hmm. You know about Calvert, mama. Is that North Texas? No. Where that's that? that's that little stretch of Highway 6. That's on off of 35 when you pass through Waco. Mm-hmm. When you're going down to Bryan, going to, uh, going to PV. You go the back way to PV, off 35, going towards Waco. Oh, the back way. The back yeah. way, don't, yeah. Don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. Oh, yeah. I, I, don't, I, I, no, I don't do it. That's no, why I don't no, know no, it. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I did that once. Yeah. And everybody, so I'm like, look, I'm cool. I ain't, you know, I'm going to go through the little town. I ain't going to be speeding. The cops had me pulled over for two hours mm-hmm. because he thought my tent on my car was too dark. Too dark. Didn't have no, I wasn't speeding. I was a young black guy in a car he felt it was too nice for me to have. I mean, 
real quick, let's let's continue this conversation in a second. Miss Sunshine, take us a break, and um, when we come back from break, we're going to continue this conversation about mass incarceration. Go ahead, Miss Sunshine. All right, so we're going to break with Kendrick Lamar, Complexion, and Get Up, Stand Up, The Wailers. That's my Get song. Up, Bob Marley. Yeah. I know that. Get Up, Stand yeah. Up. Uh, I don't know that. We'll be right back. I'm with this complexion. Two steps, two steps. Complexion don't mean a thing. Fuck about your complexion, I know what the germ is done Sneak Sneaking through the back window, I'm a good field nigga I made a flower for you out of kind just to chill with you You know I go the distance, you know I'm ten toes down Even if mess are listening, cover your ears, he about to mention Complexion Complexion don't mean a Tell me your mama can't run Sneak Sneak me through the back window I'm a good field nigga I made a flower for you Out of kind just to chill with you You know I go the distance You know I'm ten toes down Even if mess are listening I got the world attention So I'ma say something that's vital And critical for survival of mankind If you line color should never rival Beauty is what you're making I used to be so mistaken By different shades and faces Then wit told me your woman This woman loved the creation It all came from God Then you was my confirmation I came to where you reside And looked around and seen more sights For sore eyes Let the willy live Legendary reverse a million times with Complexion Complexion don't mean a thing It's a solo Ooh, Young George Lucas, light don't mean you smart, being dark don't make you stupid. That frame of mind for them busters ain't talking woo Need a paradox for the paradox, they tutor. Like two tides, LL, you lose two times. If you don't see your beautiful in your complexion, it ain't complex. To put it in context, find the air beneath the kite, uh, that's a context. 
text, yeah baby I'm conscious, ain't no contest, if you like it I love it, all your earth tones been blessed, ain't no stress, jigaboos wanna be, I ain't talking J, mm -mm, I ain't talking B, I'm talking days we got school, watching movie screens, that spike your self esteem, the new James Bond gon' be black as me, black as brown hazelnut cinnamon black tea, and it's all beautiful to me, call your brothers magnificent, call all the sisters queens, we all on the same team, blues and pyrus, no colors ain't a thing. With babies with no care. Teenage gun told us that don't play fair. Should I get out the car? I don't see Compton. I see something much worse. The land of the landmines. The hell that's so. Mighty God. 
nowadays. Just because just because you have the car doesn't mean the strip's gonna work. Welcome back to the show, and and while you guys getting the earful of our backstory conversation, to look at the behind the scenes, make sure you follow us on YouTube at Mash the Gas. Make sure you hit the red button, subscribe. Also, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. So, real quick, let's uh, continue with our conversation. Mass incarceration uh, um, of of our black men and women. Uh, the private prison sector worth billions. So I was taking a look real quick before I'm going to let you guys get back to it. Uh, the United States has the world's largest private prison population, Mo. Of the 1.5 million people in state and federal prisons in 2016, 8.5% or 128,063 were incarcerated in private prisons. And yes, our wonderful state of Texas, we do have private prisons yes. mm -hmm. here in Texas. DCA, what does that stand for? Corrections Corpor Correction Co Corporations of America. Corrections Corporation. No, correction. Correction Corporation, Corporation of America. America. Okay. Wow. Let okay. me tell you a little, little bit about this. Okay, so prisoners write letters to people. Mm-hmm. And you can tell a prison letter because when you receive it, it's it's it, there's a great deal of graphic or, or artwork on it. Sometimes. Well, now, CCA in Texas, they sell the prisoners the, not the Their paper. Artwork. Mm, they the prisoners will do the artwork and they will sell it to other prisoners, but the prisoner won't get the money. Money, but they and they use these cards that they've designed if they're really good. To sell in other prisons to other prisoners. Yes. Now remember we Is talked that about that. Mm -hmm. So you can't you, you ain't getting your stuff trademarked. And mm -hmm. here's the other thing. Right. They're using prisoners to print the cards and the envelopes and all that to sell to the prisoners. Other prisoners. You yeah. know, there used to be a time when prisoners made license plates. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh no, now they're making your clothing. Yeah. Now They're a lot clothes. of a lot mm -hmm. of the people that I'm a, that I'm going to mention have removed themselves from those products, but J.C. Penney used to be one of those. Victoria's Secret used to be one of those that mm. they were having prisoners. I mean, so you know, be weary when you see that Made in America label. Mm, probably made in American prison. Well, I kind of like that because if it cuts down labor costs, then perhaps hopefully that. Well, I'm but just we're, saying. But we're going back into the whole slavery, free labor. Oh well, now, Lord when you mercy. go to them sweatshops, when you I go to New to York, same thing. And, and that's the thing. We <laughs> condemn those sweatshops. But, but why are Kathleen but Gafford, yeah. But if you notice <coughs> all of the places, and you name two major places, J.C. Penney and Victoria's Secret that use prison labor, they're all they're going out of business. Well, they've discontinued their their labor. Yeah, but, but because but they can't meet the they can't, margin that's to keep right. the stores open. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. why. And labor is the largest consumer of your budget. So that's yeah. why they're going out of business. Victoria's Secrets can't win them them drawstring draws for them size zero girls. So I ain't been well, they have they have things anyway. for for they don't ladies. have plus size. Victoria's Secrets did not. You oh, have to go you next the one door. That posted up the, you the have to go next design door. lingerie. Mm -hmm. You uh -huh. have to go next door yes. to Cachet. Yes. So, so they, what? they actually have, if, if you want your lingerie from a black owned company that does not use prison labor, uh, check out our <coughs> Facebook page. We have a post with their information on it. Mm -hmm. well, what's and it again, called? I, I can't remember. I don't remember right I, I don't remember. Ooh, oh, yeah. But it's on our Facebook page, though. <laughs> so 
So if you go to our Facebook page, but here's and the follow other thing. You'll, you'll be able to find. You know, it goes back to you know going talking about pharmaceuticals, mm-hmm. and in, even you were talking about the deregulation of um, the cosmetology licensing program. Okay, would you rather pay for quality, or would you rather just have something that's gonna fall apart on you? Never. See me again. I I prefer spending that extra money. And, and going back to uh, healthy eating, healthy living, you know, I'm sorry. I can create a meal for my family and have leftovers, a healthy meal, 20 minutes. I mean, for $20 in less than an hour. And, again, that's prep, cook, clean. Okay. So Some people don't have that have time. Leftovers. Some people don't have that time. Is, so they, they just go to McDonald's. This is one of the I things know. I'm going to mess yep. everybody's head up. Mess my head up. All right. So why is it? That you can go to Wendy's and McDonald's and get you four for four at Wendy's, right? And you get you a combo meal. I'm gonna just call it a combo meal for like five or six bucks. Six eleven at McDonald's. Multiply that by four. Family right. of four. Right. So you just spent right there. You know, you said like 30 dollars. Twenty thirty dollars easy, no problem. However, you go buy you a head of lettuce. Go buy you a couple tomatoes. Why is it that fresh fruits and vegetables cost more? Ten dollars on a pack of meat. <laughs> yeah. Why does it cost more for uh for you to go buy fruits and vegetables than it does for actually somebody else to make it? Because you got to think of all that goes into making what you are consuming. Because you got you got the farmer, you got to produce it, you got to process it, you got to get it to the stores, which means you got to ship it, which means you got to buy gas. You got to store it in the stores, which means you need refrigerators and freezers. You got to have the people at the stores to make it. But then to make it, they need electricity, they need gas. So how is it that all this ends up costing less than you actually going to buy it in the store? You might want to think about that. You know, you know why. I know, but okay. I want I want our listeners to know why. Listeners, know and why. Our viewers. Yeah, our viewers. listeners and our viewers. Y'all need to understand why that is. Because what you're not getting is the fact that when you do all this, you're creating harm to your body. And that goes back to needing the drugs. Right. And then with mm-hmm. that, what you have to understand is the, the money maker, the real money maker is you becoming self-sufficient. Because, yes, you can honestly, I remember times when I was growing up, my mom would make us cook on Sunday and then make a meal that will last like two, three days. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, that didn't work during football season. Cause Reinvent I those leftovers. Yeah. Absolutely. Use, Absolutely. Use yeah. your freezer. Reinvent <coughs> them. Yeah. Y'all just better keep eating them. Hell, I'm not no, reinventing. it's like, okay, so one night we, we, we have steak. You take that leftover steak, you slice it up, and then you make a stir fry with it. Mm-hmm. You do that. Because, yeah. you know, you have those picky, b- oh, I don't do leftovers. I love leftovers. Really? Guess what? I you, love do a brisk- leftovers. you do a brisket you on Sunday. Leftovers. You do a brisket on Sunday. You do the brisket on. You do the brisket and potatoes on Monday. You do the brisket now and some on Brisket sandwich on a brisket on Wednesday. Right. Yeah. Barbecue that sucker. You up. do Chocolate chicken sandwich. See, Hello. My family. We have to do Winco. Yeah. We have to do Winco so we can get the fresh fruits and vegetables. So real quick, while we was talking about this mass incarceration, I'm surprised that you guys didn't even go there. But we we have not talked about um, the medical. 
the the pharmaceutical how pharmaceutical companies are making money from prisons mm-hmm. um, and um, not providing the services and not providing the actual service and and medication that people need like let, let me give you one example i know this is thrown off but i'm gonna give you this one example if you are an existing patient let's say you have diabetes and you have been sentenced to whatever sentence you got Mo, if you go to prison and you got diabetes, Mo, <coughs> they were supposed to regulate your medication, of course, by the prison, by what your doctor say that you're supposed to use to keep your sugar a certain place. Well, in prisons, they mostly give you generics. So you get to prison, you get generic medication to really supposed to do what you're supposed to get from, well, I guess, what your private doctor will give you. But they, but charge, they, but the they charge you extra in the system and Nine times out of ten, if you don't have the money to quote unquote pay for it, even though you're a state property at that time, they will make you take either a lower dosage or they'll put they'll change your your entire medical your entire medical situation. Like they will give you pills instead of like having to do the injections. They will try to substitute the shit out of you, basically to kill you right on off. Okay. Let's then you need to have an <laughs> amputation. They gonna charge for it, but they ain't gonna do it. All right, let's look at it like this. Help me, Reggie, so I can ring the little bell. If I am a physician, a doctor, Mm -hmm. a nurse, and I work at the prison, is that my primary job or is that my part-time job? Part-time. Okay. Well, for some, Mo, because prison people, they get paid okay. Yeah, but you know what? They you as a doctor are probably only going to be there on Monday and Wednesday and Friday, or maybe even just Tuesday, just Thursday. Or and maybe the rest just one of the time you're going to have a nurse practitioner there, if that. Y'all maybe know, just a nurse talk, on let's, let's be realistic now. We're talking about <laughs> state employment. The state of Texas, for let's use the state of Texas, will not pay a part a doctor a part time position to work in a prison. No, you're going to put your hours in there. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. no, no, no. Mm-hmm. That's for state funded. We're these talking are not about the these, are, these are privately held institutions. Well, I thought that that the in order for the the privately held institutions to get some of their government funding, because you know they double dip mm-hmm. from your so from the government funding, you have to have certain personnel on site for a certain amount of hours. You have to have certain personnel, but you look at that description of the personnel that they have. A doctor is not a full time requirement. You have to have okay. nurses. You have mm-hmm. to have I nurse stand corrected. Stand you corrected. You have to have <coughs> security, which is again, you you look at who is paying the checks of those security guards, who is paying the checks of those doctors, those nurses, and stuff like that. It's usually that same corporation that owns that site. Oh, and how well are those security personnel trained? Most of them are not. Well, also, y'all, let's look at it from a realistic standpoint. Mm-hmm. If I'm one of the top doctors in the state, top doctors in my city, am I wanna, do I want to go to a prison where people have been accused of raping, robbery? Nope. I'm just saying. So you get what you get, what you pay for. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's fair. I'm not. I'm not and, and it's sad. But, y'all, when it's time to really dig deep and dig down, do I want to be standing and helping a, a man who's a pedophile for the last 12 years? Well, Mo, but, but as a doctor, you take an oath. Do no harm. Do no harm. So that means I'm not going to go there. So the best <coughs> and the brightest ain't going to go. 
The best and the brightest going to do no harm, but they're going to do just enough. But then, and then not only that, Mo, this this is another thing. And how many of those are there that are unjustly? I've been saying, right. right. I mean, right. But Mo, that's the thing. Right. Like, that's why, you know, we have those oaths in place. Because let's just say if you were sent mm-hmm. To, to, mm-hmm. to prison, let's say, for tax evasion, for example, and I got sent to prison because I killed two people. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't matter who did the crime and what you did. Even though, for example, your 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 crime did not inflict harm on a person, I hurt somebody. But I inflicted but, harm on the government. But you inflicted harm on on something totally with, uh, different. Uncle Sam. By by <laughs> em, by emotions, Mo. If you are a doctor, you will look at me as the worst person. Why? Because I hurt someone else, and she didn't. She just interrupted the system for just a moment and got a little bit of an increase. So I'm saying that sometimes, you know. Should the should they you know have better health care? Absolutely. Do they? Probably not. But we also have to keep in mind that most of these ladies and gentlemen that are coming out of these prisons are coming out of an institution that have been abusive to them and they have not gotten good care, whether it's physically or mental. And so, should they have the best care? Well, probably. You know. I, I'm I'm worried about Bill Cosby, and we know that he's not, you guilty. know, in a particular place. He's you know guilty. that, you know, they they watching him because he's Bill Cosby because you know he's in Gen Pop now, and he's not so, guilty. And so the thing is, is that <laughs> I I think about I'm just going right. I don't know that. I think about his health. I think about how people are treating him. If someone tries to hurt him, I think about all of that. So. Prisons, you know, and, and mass incarceration, you know, pharmaceuticals, it's all one big industry mm-hmm. to make a one big dollar. I, g- I agree. One big dollar. And so I guess on that Profits note. Profits over people. On that note, real quick, I just want to say thank everybody for watching the show. Real quick, that, uh, hold on, let me grab one real quick. I thought they, they, y'all took them all off the table, and I guess that's okay. Make sure that you catch the after party live that's going to be held at the Brick House Lounge on April the 4th, 2000. May the 4th. May, May the, fourth the 4th. Be with you. May the 4th be with you. Yeah. God, dog. <laughs> Thank y'all. I appreciate so it. On our show for May the 4th, y'all going to see us go from here to Brick House Lounds. Here the Brick and House the Brick Lounge. House Lounge is in Arlington, Arlington Texas. Located 360 in Arkansas. Yep. What's the address? So we can put it in the little Google 2525 page. East Arkansas Lane in Arlington, Texas. 76010 featuring some of the best and award-winning podcasters from the After Party Radio. Miss Bree of Grown Folks Talking will be in the house. Mr. Boss Hogg of the Petty Crew will be moderating the show. Uh, Amber of Diversely Outspoken is going to be there. Your boy Q of Master Gas Talk Radio is going to be there. And uh, my boy Kimbo of Hustlenomics mm-hmm. is going to be there. Now, let me ask you something about that. Now, Boss Hall, he's going to be moderating, so he ain't going to be on the panel, right? No, he's not going to be on the panel Because you know me and him time. get into it every time I see him because he's always wrong. <laughs> Mo, you say the same thing about me and Q. Well, shit, is it going to get said? <laughs> so that, no, that, that I'm just saying, I mean, we always wrong. Boss Hogg is always wrong. He says it's blue outside. I say it's red because he don't know how to tell colors. So he's just going to be moderating? He's going to be moderating. Oh, you don't need to give him no mic. Boss Hogg, Sundays, you don't need no mic. 
Wow. Listen, check this out. Also, make no sure <coughs> that you go <laughs> online. Master Gas, we're going to be posting our actual uh, ticket link on our Facebook page and our Instagram page. Make sure you guys get your pre-sale tickets at $15. Uh, um, it's going to be $20 at the door. Make sure that you guys come out. The title of <laughs> our podcast this time is going to be Trapped in the Closet. Uh, real quick, we're going to be having an open dialogue of breaking ties that binds us. So, real quick, I don't know if I'm supposed to be doing this or not, but I believe I got the first segment, right? I got segment one, and uh, my segment is when people hate on your come up. Mm. Oh, well, when let people me ask hate you on your important. come up. So Are they going to have food there? They will have food and food? beverages there. Do I have to buy the food and the beverages? Yes, you yeah. do, Mom. Okay, well, let me know so I can bring $2. You're going to need more than $2. Oh. Okay. Make sure you bring your money for the shots. You know, what for. Shots? We we we're gonna I'm sure we're gonna have a group activity for everybody to bring your water. You were just talking about we were just talking about chlamydia and stuff, and I was like, what shots is he giving? Oh, <laughs> shots to drink. Hey, twenty five twenty five East Arkansas Lane. Yeah. It's on May fourth. May the fourth be with, with you. you. Yeah. It's a Brick House Lounge from Brick 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. So that's going to be in the afternoon. Hey, guys, come on out and yeah. see your boy Q and see the rest of them MTG crew. Come on out there so we can shake some shit up out there. And, and then tell you what, we have to be careful with our language. The last time, I know we went over, but we got to be careful of our language. So You I can't want say no curse words. I, you can say cuss words, but you can't say, like, bitch, hoe, trick, fuck, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> So you know you gotta make sure that you that you you know you know okay, be Okay, if if we can line. say all that, what is it? We well, we don't no, you can't that. say that. No, we no, oh. at, at, the, at, the, at the event. These are the nice people. Oh. We got work with the nice okay. people on oh. May fourth yeah. at twenty five twenty five East Arkansas, East Arkansas in Arlington, in Arlington, Texas. Live with after party. 3 oh my gosh. Three p.m. to six p.m. You come see you guys. And we got out food here. and drink. They got food okay. and drinks. So twenty five twenty five East Arkansas, May fourth. May the fourth be with you. That's right. So yeah, that's, oh. that's one of the things that we have to watch when we go out and have live events because you know on the, B side, on the B side of the after we, party we can do what we do it. However, we'll have to be a little more um, mindful. We've mindful. been doing good though at our pop ups. We really haven't been cussing that. That's much. because y'all be eating at the pop ups. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Y'all, y'all, yeah. poor bunch of don't be be running out of food because y'all be there talking about, come on, y'all, come on. And y'all don't be getting in line to get the food. And I everybody know. be taking all y'all food. We got a pre-order. Yeah. Hey, but hey, you know what? When you have a good what, reputation what we doing at people, What, what we doing at Brunchaholics today anyway? And well, you know what? I'm going to let y'all go to Brunchaholics. And real quick, shout out to my boy Alton Newkirk. Alton, look, I know that Miss Sunshine is your co-worker. And so, so she didn't know. I don't think that she knows that I know you. But I tell you what, thank you so much. If you want to come assist us with being our cameraman, you sure can come on to the show and be <laughs> our cameraman. So sweet. Thank you so much. I sure appreciate that. We all appreciate Somehow that. Somehow, I don't think him being a cameraman has anything to do with our show. It has everything to do with someone else. What you think? And so the after party live to do with again. Me. Nothing to do with you, Hendrix. Nobody. May the like fourth us. be with you. May fourth. So it's now time for our encouraging words. Oh, that was it. So we, that was we, my encouraging word. Make we more. we uh, managed the gas before we got I here. I know. We, I mean, before I we actually know. start the show. Do you have everything you want to manage the gas on today? No, no? everything is very nice. Would very you give nice. us some encouraging words on today, Mo? Well, we you know what you're going to have to do? Family first. Now, family doesn't have to be blood. Family can be your friends because I've got a number of people who their family are just 
tricks. We can't say that at the Brick House Lounge. You can say tricks. Uh, tricks, I can say that in the Brick House Lounge on May 4th at mm-hmm. 2525 East Arkansas, yes. 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Yes. on May 4th. Yes. Okay, but we. I just want to let everyone know, family first, but it doesn't have to be blood. Family, you know, you got friends who are there with you. I got friends who have been friends for 30 years, mm-hmm. and they my family. So That's family right. first. That's right. Okay, Hendricks, what you got, bro? You know what? Don't sound repetitive, but you know what? I, I just keep going back to that old scene we used to say at, at the Cajun. We used to get hyped up for uh football games. For football games. Well, yeah. hell, any kind of sport, actually. <laughs> you know, uh, mm-hmm. always give the best that I have. If I should get tired, sit down, rest, rest a while, get up, fight some more, never give up. So, yeah, I'm going right. to rock with That's that. That's how you do it. That's yeah. how you do it, I baby. Like Miss Sunshine, what you got? Hmm. Um, you know what? Sometimes you just got to take a little time for nothing. Mm. That's good. Yeah. You know, as much as I busted yesterday, I took a little time for nothing. That's Look, good. You literally you. looked at the grass, <laughs> at the dirt. At wow. the trees, at the sky. Remember when you were a kid, you used to lay in the grass and you used to look at the clouds mm-hmm. and see all the different shapes and whatnot. You know what? Take a little time for nothing. Okay. We all need a little nothing. I'm not mad at you, you, but I'm mad at the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> you the know dirt, what? The dirt didn't do nothing to you. I'm telling you. She was mad at the dirt yesterday. <laughs> oh, she was mad at the dirt, the weeds, the I wind, wasn't mad at everything. the dirt, but no, she was mad at everybody. In in the dirt, of course, I've got some sand in there, but it's it's amazing what what you see, what you don't normally see. Okay, oh well, I guess I don't understand what's going on. You know what? Like y'all I said, need to test a, a, a microscope, y'all. After last Wednesday night, I put nothing past you. Are y'all still going on that thing about the stuff in her mouth? No, that's, that's you, Mo. Because y'all was talking about that. All up like, in my happened? mouth. No. I was like, what was y'all happening? No, they were talking about something that she puts in the mouth. Why, Mo, all up in my mouth? I don't know. I was like, what are y'all talking about? I don't even about? go like that. <laughs> that's what are you still mad about your gay roommate? I don't know. My <laughs> gay roommate. <laughs> Girl, that was 20 years ago when she said she was gay. And then she <laughs> said, but she didn't like me like that. Now, that made me mad about that. Because <laughs> I'm like, girl, you know I was fine back then. You're supposed to like me. But, you know, like this one girl told me, she's like, Mom, all gay women don't want you. I said, why the oh hell God. not? Oh I can't God, understand man, why not. Crazy. Who would, who would not want me? Who would not want me? You know what? Like that. I'm, I'm going to tell you like this. Who would not want me? You, you know what? Yeah, oh baby. Oh, my goodness. Mo, you are a unique. very that is code for saying you was crazy as, mm-hmm. yeah that, that's not nice that's not nice bless your heart that's bless, your heart. Heart. <laughs> right. bless your heart that is, bless your heart. That is yes. code for saying you a cuckoo for cuckoo puffs that's not very nice hey you you the one that gave him the, you the one that cracked the code for him not me <laughs> <laughs> it's more crazy Signs point to yes. <laughs> <laughs> the magic eight ball has the spoken, y'all. The magic eight ball has oh spoken. Goodness, that is goofy. So real quick, I guess if I had to uh, say anything to encourage anybody on today, I would say, um, you know, all don't ever forget to give yourself a pat on the back. Mm. You know, 
Yes. Give yourself a pat on the back. Sometimes everything don't work out in life the way that we want it to. You know, you know. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time. Yeah, no, <laughs> well, no. We, we're gonna we're gonna say. Okay, eighty nine point nine percent of the okay, time. Okay, that'll work. You give eighty nine percent. But what happens is, is that when you do something, it's okay to sit back and enjoy the feeling of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't mean that you're not humble. It doesn't mean that you are not in a place where you appreciate things. But it's okay to give yourself a pound on the back and say, you know what, good job, you know, today. Or good job, you know, I'm glad I'm feeling better today. Or whatever it is to help you overcome. You know, because sometimes some people are not around to encourage you. And sometimes you have to take a good look at yourself in the mirror. And you say, you know what, I may not have what I need to smile for later. But I'm breathing so I can smile for now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let never forget to give yourself a pat on the back. Now, Mo, that don't mean have award presentations for yourself. Right, Just Mo. Just a pat on the back. Just a pat on the back, Mo. Extra, so. Just a pat on the back. I do have those two awards at the house. I'll take a picture and send it to y'all. See, see this is what I'm talking see, about. See, that's why she couldn't take the after party award home. That's why I got it at my house right now because mm-hmm. she don't know how to act. Because I be taking pictures with it all over the place. I'm, you know, I said I was going to bring that award to you, didn't I? Say I'm I just letting y'all know that it's my brother's fault, not my fault that I'm like this. Your brother's fault? Yes. Why is your brother's fault? Every day growing up, you know, they would say how gorgeous it was, how beautiful I was, how smart I was. It's not my fault. It was indoctrinated. And then they had the nerve when I came home and said, they pick on me because I'm fat. And you know what my brother said? Well, honey, you are, but they're ugly and they're poor. And they'll always be that way. It's not my fault. You know what? See, it's not my fault. I, you know what? How are you supposed to recover from something like That's that? That's what I said. It's no, my brother's fault. You know fault. what? I, I, I give your husband all the credit in the world. <laughs> 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 I give your husband does, all the credit. Does my husband get enough credit? <laughs> yes or no? Let me see what it say. Huh? Cannot predict now. Damn. <laughs> Damn. So I, I give your husband all the credit in the world because to deal with you every day, every day, every <laughs> day, <laughs> like most of every day, every day, much prayer, hey, much you know power. What? Father's Day coming up. That man needs a, that man needs a new Cadillac. Yeah, he do. Mm. That man needs a new Cadillac. He does. Y'all, right. it's been a good show today. Yes. Yeah, it's been a good show. Hey. So Woo-hoo! check us out right here next week on the After Party Radio Side B. We're gonna come back for Money, Power, and Color Part Three. three. And Today. it's going to be our finale uh, uh, for that, of, of course, before we start jumping into the month of April. Remember, uh, second Saturday in April, April the 12th. Am I lying? No. No, it's the 13th. The 13th. April 13th. April, 13th. Sorry. April 13th is the Lupus Walk. No. 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 That's the 20th. No, no, that's that's April 20th. 20th. What April is with 20th. you in numbers? Sorry. April the 20th April is the, 20th. the Lupus Walk. Yes. Okay, we support my boy, my boy Henry. 420. 420. Happy yes. 420. 420 Happy day. Yeah. Man. So it's yeah. Go ahead, bro. No, I was just gonna say yeah. So we'll we'll y'all actually catch us uh in the streets. Yeah, for the fourth for. Yeah. How long is that walk? Uh, three miles, isn't it? Yeah, it's like three miles. Please. It's okay. Like, it's a we five did case. three miles. We did okay. three miles. Yeah. I would say yeah. We could do our um. We can bring our skates, right? Yeah. Ooh, I don't think it's long as okay. the MLK hey, no, parade. No, not on the street. Oh, it's not. It's not smooth. Okay. No. Uh, you gonna, I like you doing my skate. No, yeah, if I break my hip. I'm, I'm bringing my hoverboard. Yeah, wow. Remember no. you thought about doing that for the parade. No, no, no. I've checked the streets out here. We're, we're, okay. Are we good? good? We're yeah, going smooth? Yeah, okay. Uh-oh. Yeah, we'll be, Uh-oh. We'll be good. Uh-oh. Now, now, Mo, that don't mean you can I go can from bring my skates. 
don't mean you could go from the curb to the street mo. Oh. You gotta stay on the street. Oh. But you you can't be hopping back and forth. Oh. You, you, you can't keep me out. But I like my. Okay, we'll see. Well, I guess on that note, on behalf of Q and the MTG crew, thank you so much for tuning in with us on today. Again, check us out next Saturday right here on the After Party Live, right here on Facebook and YouTube Live. We'll see you guys later, and we appreciate all that shit. Peace. You and I, T Y. You and I, T Y. That's a you.